This podcast is brought to you by Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. If you're interested in creating or expanding your podcast, find out more at ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. Join Ambiguous Podcast Solutions to bring your podcast to life. Welcome to Wake Up With Wall Street for Friday, January 29th. Today's top stories. The stock market rebounded impressively yesterday after Wednesday's pummeling. How good was it and will it last? I'll tell you in a moment. And somebody pulled the plug on those Robin Hood day traders who were teaching those short-selling hedge funds what's what. I'll provide more details in a bit. Finally, we'll get some important economic reports today as well as some earnings releases. Who's due to report and what should we expect? More on those and other topics shortly, as well as a check of the overnight markets, including GameStop, and things are crazy there again overnight. I'm Scott Nations. It's the last trading day of the first month of the year. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street from yesterday. Broad markets rebounded yesterday. The S&P 500 and the Dow both gained 1%, while the NASDAQ 100 gained two-thirds of 1%. Every S&P sector was higher on the day with financials the big winner. Consumer discretionary names were the laggards, but even that sector gained three-tenths of 1% on the day. So there was lots of green everywhere you looked in the equity world. Crude oil and copper both fell a little bit yesterday. As you know, I like to look at these markets because they give a good idea of what the global economy is doing. And I mean the real economy, not just the stock market. Both crude and copper have done well over the past several months, but it now seems that traders are wondering about the amount and timing of any continuation of the rebound. Those are all reasonable questions. And again, I'll look at copper and crude oil for the answers. Interest rates ticked up a bit yesterday, but they're they're only clawing back some of the decreases in rates that we've seen over the past couple of weeks. Yesterday's broad strength was a reflection that Wednesday's weakness was overdone, as well as the fact that the ridiculous sideshow, which is the short squeeze in heavily shorted names like GameStop and AMC Theaters, was coming to an end when trading platform Robinhood restricted trading in those names. And they restricted trading even for new buys with 100% upfront zero margin customers. With that trading restriction in place, GameStop lost 44% on the day. But in a sign of just how stupid all this price action has been, GameStop is still up 928% year to date. Robinhood wanted to turn the stock market into a video game. Well, congratulations, guys. You've succeeded and we're all worse off for it. If they'd wanted to make it easy and fun for people to trade and invest, then I'd be their biggest fan, but turning it into a game trivializes the entire endeavor. Volatility lost ground as the broad market rebounded. Valdex, ticker symbol V-O-L-I, lost 11%, and Taildex, ticker symbol T-D-E-X, lost 12% on the day to close at 2882. Taildex is a measure of the cost of crash protection, and while fears eased yesterday, as you would expect with a broad market rebound, that closing level for Taildex is still very high historically, so we're not home free yet. One important piece of news from yesterday, a piece of news that got overlooked due to the hand wringing around short selling and the inevitable squeeze, was the announcement by General Motors that they intend to phase out production of gasoline and diesel-powered vehicles by the year 2035. After that point, the company says it will produce only vehicles with zero emissions at the tailpipe. This is a really ambitious goal, and you don't normally see GM out in front with an initiative like this, but I applaud them and wish them the very best 
because this will take some doing to accomplish. I'll unveil this week's worst company in the world in a bit, but if I had a best company in the world this week, the winner would be GM. Looking at the day ahead on Wall Street, all you need to know is that Robinhood has once again granted access to trading at GameStop, AMC Theaters, and their ilk. Those stocks are higher once again, and GameStop was up more than 100% at one point overnight. The broad market hates this frenzy and chaos. At 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, the S&P is set to lose two-thirds of 1%, the Dow is set to lose one-half of 1%, and the NASDAQ 100 is set to lose nearly 1%. Energy is slightly higher overnight. The GM news is certainly existential for most energy names, but that 2035 deadline is still a long way away. It will be interesting to see how petroleum producers respond because GM isn't going to be the only maker to drive down this zero emission road. Precious metals are finally gaining some ground. Gold's up 1.4% overnight, despite yesterday's increase in interest rates. Gold has a mind of its own right now. We'll get some important economic data this morning. Personal income and spending is due to come out at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, as well as the Employment Cost Index. At 10 a.m. Eastern Time, we'll get consumer sentiment data as well as pending home sales data. We'll also get some Fed speak this afternoon. We're also due for some important earnings announcements today, but from the, they're from the sort of mundane names that don't grab a lot of attention while making up the bulk of our economy. Drug maker Eli Lilly has already announced that they beat earnings expectations handling, and that stock is up about 2% overnight in response. We'll also get results from Chevron, Honeywell, and Caterpillar. It will be interesting to hear any comments from Chevron leadership about the General Motors announcement, but again, that is 15 years off. It's Friday, and that means it's time for what you've all been waiting for, this week's winner of Worst Company in the World. This week's Worst Company is... Robinhood. I love that they're democratizing trading and introducing younger Americans to Wall Street, I could even stomach turning it into a bit of a video game, although I hate that they're trivializing the whole thing. But if you're going to provide access to markets, then you can't choose to summarily close access to those same markets just because it suits you, particularly for those investors who understand the risk and are trading in a cash account with no margin. The first lawsuits against Robin Hooker filed yesterday. I know that was quick, wasn't it? And you can be certain there will be more. In response, the company raised another $1 billion from existing investors and drew down several hundred million dollars in credit lines. I'll be interested to see if all of this causes users to migrate to those online brokers who focus more on educating customers and less on turning the whole thing into a casino. That's been Wake Up With Wall Street for Friday, January 29th, the last trading day of the first month of the year. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can join me every weekday to get a jump on the day ahead and be certain to follow me on Twitter for updates during the trading day. My Twitter handle is at Scott Nations. Now wake up and go get them.